We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation tonight. Oh, man. Wednesday night, Knicks. Knicks get washed on the West Coast once again to the Utah Jazz by the score 128 to 104. West Coast trip number two is over. Thankfully, man, this was, this was ugly tonight, man. Uh, Knicks, I mean, listen, the, this game was a recipe for disaster, all right? We were missing Marcus Morris. Missing Julius Randle. Knicks coming on the second of a back-to-back where they got washed by the Lakers the night before. And and Utah coming in hot. Won 12 of their last 13. Hottest team in the league right now. One of the top three-point shooting teams in the league right now. And and basically all that makes for a uh, tough, tough loss by this team. Uh, and it all came on a defensive end. You know, the Knicks just did not... I don't want to say they didn't try, but they they really just didn't have anything going uh, uh, to to make it a respectful game. And we got the Emmanuel Moutier revenge game, folks. What I did not want to see happen was an Emmanuel Moutier revenge game, and we got just that. He torched Alfred Payton tonight, put him in the spin cycle, throwing lobs to Gobert. It, it was ugly, man. It, it was just uh, insult to injury. What was the Moutier revenge game, which <laughs> it's, you can't make it up, man. You cannot make it up. So Knicks lose 128 to 104. It's going to be a short show tonight, but we're going to definitely um take some phone calls. I did like Frank's minutes tonight. You know, the Frank haters might not like it, but I, I thought Frank... Uh, gave us some some good minutes, one of his best games of the year. I think even when the game was formidable and, and when it was a wash, I thought Frank w- was really working out there. He had the pick and rolls going. He's got that little uh, free throw line extended mid-range going a little bit. So I, I like Frank's activity out there. You saw Bobby Portis pick up another flagrant foul 
and he just can't make it up. He just got fined twenty five thousand dollars last after last night's flagrant foul. Picks up a flagrant one tonight on a foul on uh, Bogdanovich, and, and that that was all she wrote, man. This game this game was just a joke. Defensively, this team was was just completely lost. But again, just given all the circumstances, we, we had no chance at this game. That's why on this West Coast trip, we had four games and, and we went into this hoping to get two. The Phoenix game was there. The Clippers game was there. And that was your two. Who knew? Who knew the Clippers game would have been one of the games that was there? You know, you, you were hoping it was going to be the Phoenix game and, and Utah. But um, the, the, these two games, those two games were there. Those two games were there for the taking. And the Knicks could not capitalize on it. And so they fall to 10 and 28 on the season, 10 and 28 in the campaign after losing the night in Utah, man. So let's hear it from you guys. We're going to keep it a short show, man, because this was, this was just another abysmal loss. But Q, what's going on, man? Q's up first. How you feeling, bro? Man, what's good, CP? Ah, <laughs> as good as I can be, man. I'm trying, man. I'm, I'm trying, Q. This was a tough one to get through tonight, man. Man, the chat, the chat is hilarious, man. Ari's a fool, dude. <laughs> Shout out to my man Ari. Oh, I know, I know, Ari's going crazy. Hilarious. He he was supposed to be retiring. I don't know what happened to Ari, but Ari's back in full effect, tight as usual, pissed off. Man, that's that's the one thing about losing. Everybody's like hilarious, but yeah. um, you know. Shout out to my man, Apple Fanboy, because he said it earlier in the chat. We were up in there early. And, you know, I, I said this before. I was like, certain guys need to go to the G League. And when it comes to Knox, you got to send him to the G League. It just makes sense yeah. because the kid barely runs down the court like he wants to play. And then you hear people in the chat, oh, he's only 20. He's just a baby. Dude, you in the NBA. Come on, man. At least play like you want to be there. You know, there's a lot of dudes running around 6'8 in other leagues and in the G League, and they would love to be up. So Knox is not taking that, advantage that of mo- the That motor is serious, man. The motor issue is serious, Q. I, I don't know. I mean, out there, it's just, it's just lapses, continuing to defensive lapses, not hustling out there. You know, I mean, tonight was the night he was he was bricking wide open jumpers, man. Wide open jumpers, two for ten from man, the field, over five listen. from downtown. Kev just Kev was not it's good. It's ridiculous. Yeah, man. I, I was talking to Sham God, and he said, "Yo, the one thing that coaches hate, and as a coach, you hate this: a kid that can't play up. You know, you always can coach a kid that's gonna play hard." But you hate coaching a kid uh-huh. that you have to get them up for the game. And to be in the NBA and to be 6'9 and to be long and all that, that's a gift. You got to take advantage of that. Yeah. So I hate that the Knicks organization don't send their guys to the G League. Look at the Raptors and look at the Heat. They send their guys to the G League two, three years max. Yeah. It should take the, 10 and years. And those, those, right. those are the. Are the uh... Two, two of the best-run organizations in the league. We should be taking cues from them. You know? And that's that's really my point, man. So, 
Hey, man, appreciate the show. Because, yo, yo, Q, the, man, the chat is asking, when you said Sham God, did you mean Sham God, Sham God? Like God, Sham God? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know Sham God. Oh, That's crap. My you, know, I, you know, my son played for um, an organization, Jermaine O'Neal's organization. Yeah. And so that's where I met him. He came and, you know, showed the kids, you know, his moves and everything. It was dope. And so it was my first time meeting him. So, you know, he gave some pointers and tips and, you know, we were rapping. I'm like, yo, man, I'm from Brooklyn. And, you know, we were going on. And, you know, I told him, look at my son, see what he got. And, you know, he introduced them to Isaiah Washington and all that. It was dope, man. But he, in our conversations, he was like the one thing. When he worked for the Lakers organization, he was like the one thing about Brandon Ingram is he don't realize he's Brandon Ingram. Yeah. He was like, yo, remember when Brandon Ingram came in and he was just like sleepy all day? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something happened and he just switched. And he said that's what they kept telling him. Look, dude, you're Brandon Ingram. You're you a Kevin Durant hybrid. So you shouldn't have to get up for a game. And yeah. that's what Knox is. Somebody's got to – well, I'll tell you this. Look what happened to Brandon Ingram. He got traded, and look at him. Well, where, where's he at now, though? I mean, Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram's in his fourth year now, right? Third or fourth? That's, that's, he's in, his he's fourth. in like his third uh, is this yeah, third four, for Brandon? Four. I think this That's is right. four for him. So, I mean, D'Angelo took four. I mean, listen, I mean, the, the Frank doesn't have the the pedigree that these guys had coming in. But, I mean, Kev. Kev doesn't have, you know, the pedigree that these guys have coming yeah, in. Kev. But it, it's still taking these guys years. I still say with Kev, he needs a lot of work, man. He needs a lot of coaching, man. A ton of coaching. And, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Maybe, I agree. Maybe but G-League. send him to the G League at least. You know, at least the, you got to try something because yeah. Kev is looking horrible right now. And and one of the dudes in the chat was like, man, we ran Moody out of New York. <laughs> You'll run we Kev did. out of New York, too. We did. You know what I mean? So, you know, so, hey, you want to run Kev out of New York, at least do something first. Send him to the G League. Give, give, him, some, give him some humble pie and let's <laughs> see what happens. Appreciate the call, Q. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, what do you guys think in the chat, man? I I do agree with the people that say, listen, he's only 20 years old. I'm not trying to run Kev out of here. He just got here, man. But I do think he needs a lot of coaching and development, no doubt about it. We got to see where Kev's head is at. And I don't think the G League would be such a bad thing, but... I'm not. I'm not a. You know, the expert here. Teams use the G League quite differently. Some use it as a way to to groom uh, uh, their undrafted talents and and their their reclamation projects. And then some aren't afraid to take some of their rotation plays and give them some some run, not just for injury rehabilitation, but to to rehab their game. And I think Kev could use that. We gotta send Kev to go see Kobe, man. Send Kev and Frank to go see Kobe and, and RJ. RJ, I mean, RJ has heart, but I feel like he could use some of Kobe's game. But we got to send Kevin and, and, and Frank down to see Kobe, man, this summer. Get some mama mentality camp going on because, uh, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's hard. Like I said, you can't teach motor, you know, and that's that is the uh, that's the most concerning thing. Can't teach motor. At the same time, he's twenty, man. We gotta, we gotta let 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 him cook, and and see what see what 
the end of this year, this rest of this year, next year hold for Kev, but certainly not good signs. I agree with you guys there, but you know. Um, and Q mentioned Moutier. The revenge game for Moutier was something that I feared. 20 points, four dimes on eight for 12 shooting. The tank commander, man. Y'all, y'all need to apologize. Who I don't know who was slandering Moutier's name in, in the chat last year, but uh, yeah, I got to apologize to Moutier, man. No, give credit, man. Moutier, he, he's found a role with the, with the Jazz. Again, with the with last year was just one of those things where when you're on a bad team, your your deficiencies shine brighter. And, and Moutier was was on a bad team, trying to do too much. And again, his, his errors um, shine through. But as you see here on a deep jazz team who didn't even have Mike Conley playing, they didn't even have Conley playing on a, on a deep jazz team. He he's carved out a little niche for himself. And now, now he's having fun. You can see that. Now he's having fun, especially at our expense, which he knew he wanted. So good for Moutier, man. Happy happy for Moutier. He was Mr. Fourth Quarter for the Knicks last year. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. How'd you guys like Ellington's minutes? I know you guys were killing it. 22 minutes for Ellington tonight. We had the all-veteran team out there tonight. We had Ellington 22 who else we had? Uh, Bullock, 24. Alfred, 24, getting cooked. Minus 33 on the night for, for Peyton. Zero dimes, 13 points. 29 minutes for Mr. Flagrant Foul, Bobby Portis. And yet Frank, who was, who was cooking, you know, the Frank haters, the, don't want to give him credit. He had the best game of, out of everybody tonight. If you want to, uh, you know, look, look at some bright spots. Six of 10 from the field. Three dimes. I thought Frank was playing focused tonight. But only 19 minutes, which is kind of weird. But I'm I'm not um I'm not as uh tight about the vets getting all these minutes because like I said, I'm trying to trade them anyway. So that's fine with me. That's absolutely fine with me. Let Ellington play as much as he needs to play between now and the deadline. Run those screens for Ellington, man. <laughs> Run those screens for Ellington. Reggie style. Let's go. We gotta showcase him. How else are you gonna get him out of here? How else are we gonna get Kenny up? How else are we going to get Lamar Peters up? You got to play these guys. So that, that that's my take on it. Will from LI, how you feeling, man? How you feel about this tonight? Hey, what's going, what's going on, CP? How you hey, feeling? Hey, you don't sound too happy, like man. To what's going on? Um, Talk to me, man. You don't sound too happy tonight. Yeah, man. Listen, this, this number one. This game right here, Moutier is the prime definition. Hold on. Well, let's first off saying this is why we got it. This is why we got to trade Morris. Morris, yeah. Even though Precisely. he didn't play, I, it was a direct connection. Precisely. You know, it's like you see exactly. It's like you look look at Moutier. All that time we put in Moutier, trashed him, whatever. But Fizz put a bunch of wasted time into Moutier just for him to go somewhere else to the Jazz. And, okay, he found his role. Good for him. Honestly, don't care less. Yeah. Right? But what he took was Frank's minutes. And the Frank we saw tonight, maybe we would have seen this Frank a little bit earlier, you know, if we would have gave him more minutes. So this is why I feel like, you know, now I'm looking at Kev, right? Morris 
you know, he's great, and I hope he comes back. But for the rest of the season, he can't he, he can't keep playing, you know, basically Knox minutes because whatever Knox needs to do, he needs to he needs the time to get out of whatever funk he's getting in. You know, we saw him go to the basket a couple of times, looking good, but it's like there's no reason to put time into players that are not going to be here long term. And and that's why I'm upset because it's just like all this wasted time into Moody could have been put into our guard. Who knows if DSA would have looked any differently if he would have had a little bit more burn. You know, who knows? But, you know, there's that. I mean, and then we got crazy Bobby over here still hurting people, hitting people over the head. I don't know yeah, what's going on. Portis, Portis got to rein it in, man. He got to rein it in. I, he, he, yeah. I, I said last he night that. he just can't jump high enough, man. But, uh, you know, really, he's got to rein it in. <laughs> Good points. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but man. yeah, man. Listen, yeah. Ultimately, it's like we get, we got to trade more just because it's like we got to put more time into we, our core. We got to um, get some more time. And if time, you want to come man. back, great. But just right now, that's how I feel. I agree. With you. Uh, I'll let you get back to it, man. All right, well, I'll let you, boy, man. I agree with Will. This is why you have to trade Morris, man. All you guys are complaining about Frank. You're complaining about Knox. You're complaining about RJ. Even so, let's get some more assets in here and see what we do. We'll see what's going on. Then you you might find another piece, another another glue piece. You know, maybe you find a Joe Ingles off the scrap. Maybe maybe it's Iggy, the birthday boy. Iggy came in and uh, he had a dime and a, and a quick and one. So the birthday boy was definitely feeling himself tonight. We'll see if Iggy can get some more burn. How you guys feeling in the chat, man? Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. I uh, definitely want to salute the super chats that came in. Bad Book One sends us a super chat. He says, after depressing Bulls loss, it's great to watch post-game live. <laughs> salute to all the Knicks fans. No Bulls fan TV over here, but my guy Bad Book One definitely supports us. So definitely appreciate that. Leon Johnson, what's going on? He says, I feel like... Every other team has an upside or plan except the Knicks. Even the Hawks have an upside. Knox is to hit the G League. Well, Hawks at the bottom of the league, too. Everybody goes through their lumps, man. It's just that all lumps are, are magnified. Everybody goes through our lumps. We just got we to be patient with this thing and keep building. Some of these guys are going to stick. Some won't. You know, look at, look at uh, Marquise Chris. The Suns traded. Uh, this this same Bogdanovich, this same Bogdanovich was traded by the Suns and two other picks to move up to the number eight pick to get Marquise Chris. Where's Marquise Chris right now? He went to Golden State and where's he at right now? He's on the street. So you just never know that the, the draft is uh is not an exact science. It's hit or miss, man. And so, again, you you, you it's part of it is having the the it's either nature or nurture. It's a little of both, right? Is is the player, uh, you know, the cream of the crop to hold his own out there? Or does he need a lot of coaching development to, to get the most out of it? I think it's a little bit of both. And that's why you see the top teams, the, the San Antonios, the Miamis, the Torontos. That's what they do. They cultivate their talents. And they get the most out of the 12, the 13, the 20-something pick. You know, so on and so forth. Yeah, it helps to have a Tim Duncan and Dwayne Wade, but the rest, that supporting cast, you know, they're they're able to to, to develop those guys as well. And, and Miami's well on their way, man. Miami's definitely well on their way, as much as I hate to admit it. All right, Ari, how you feeling, man? Hey, what's going on, Tibby? How are you doing? Good, bro. What's going on? 
Well, first thing, um, first thing I want to say is obviously you know with the Julius Randle personal uh, issues. Yeah, and, uh, let's, hope, let's get into that. You know, let's no get into that. Hold, hang on one second because um, it was reported that earlier from Berman that uh, Randall uh, he missed tonight's game with a privacy a personal issue. Something happened. He got tight in the locker room last night in the Laker game and supposedly left without speaking to anybody. That's Berman's uh, uh, tweet. And now he says Mike Miller is saying that uh, it's a personal matter. We'll respect his privacy, give him a chance to deal with his situation. When he's ready to come back, he'll be back. So is that something against the organization? I, it doesn't read like that. Sounds like it's a, it's a, it's a, maybe it's a, it's a personal thing. I, I don't know. But I'm, I'm, I wouldn't read into it yeah, something yeah. against the organization, though. I'm not sure. No, no, I, I just want to make sure his family's okay. And I've obviously, um, prayers up for Uncle Sergio. Obviously, I hope he's okay, too, you know. Um, but um, Sir Sergio's you know, lighting candles that, saying praise right now. No, I'm, I'm saying prayers for Sergio, man. I hope he's okay. I hope the uncle didn't get, didn't get in any trouble and they didn't, you know, make Julius upset. But, um, <laughs> you know, because uh, I don't see him in the chat anywhere. But um, I think I whatever. saw Serge earlier, but, yeah, but you might whole, be right, man. Yeah, but um, listen, so here's what I want to talk about. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, I know Frank had a good game, okay? You know, great. And I, and I know, like, everybody's so high on Frank. Everyone loves Frank. But I don't understand the people that are, like, saying, like, trade Knox, like, G League, R, like, trade RJ. Like, I don't understand where the double standard – I don't understand where the double standard comes in where we can be so patient and give Frank Nilakina so much leash – but people that are younger than him, that have been in the league less time than him, that are more in- inexperienced than him, don't get the same leash. And it's just mind-boggling to me how Knicks fans love Frank when last year, in his second year, he was legitimately had an historic bad season last year. <laughs> but people still love Frank. But Isozo, our best perimeter scorer, our only shot creator, can't get any playing time whatsoever when our two leading scorers are out. It just does not make sense to me. And even if you don't like Isozo, and even if you don't like his game, and you you should trade him then, and then you should play him anyway to boost his trade value. Like uh, I don't understand what this organization's plan for Isozo is. Because like, because who's a more realistic trade, trade candidate, gonna... Ellington or Iso? It's Ellington. You got to showcase Ellington first. That's why he's getting twenty two minutes. Why do you think Ellington is playing deep into the fourth quarter in a thirty point blowout? Come on, man. They're trying to get him out of here. Yeah. They're not getting anything but for I'm ISO. Saying, you I, can get something for Ellington. A better chance? I don't think so. I disagree. I think, I think, I think, I, I, I think, I think after, I mean, I feel like a lot of people forget how good of a, a rookie season Alonzo Trier had last year. He averaged like 14 points a game on like Listen, 45%. I, I hear you, but in his sophomore like, campaign, he's not doing much with his minutes, bro. Let's just be honest, bro. And appreciate the call. So I'm, I'm trying to yeah, keep it a need- quick show. I'm trying to keep it a quick show. So appreciate it. Um, I, listen, I'm as much of an ISO guy as anybody. You know what I mean? I like the kid's game. He has, he's had a good rookie season. He, he hasn't had a good sophomore campaign in his minutes. Now, whether that is him being caught in between trying to play his game and trying to be that facilitating point guard that they want him to be. Maybe he is caught up in the in you know in in roles. He's trying to figure out his role. Maybe that's it. But my thing is, 
there's a reason Wayne Ellington is playing in these games. And, and that's to get him out of here. Why do you think Ellington is playing deep into the fourth quarter? You know, Dotson could be playing. Iso could be playing. They're trying to trade Ellington. JB says in the chat, says I'm dead wrong. Well, let me know. Let me know. What do you guys think in the chat? Who, who, who has a better chance of getting traded? You, you think a veteran team, a playoff team, trying to add depth to their lineup, are they going to add a, a, a young upstart or are they going to add a veteran like Ellington? They're going to... They're gonna, they're going to try to trade for Ellington. I'm not saying he's good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's good. He's playing like trash right now. But I'm trying to play him to trade him. Uh, that That's just that's just my thought. ISO's not playing well right now, man. Even in garbage time. Let's just be real here. Nate, what do you think about that, man? Who Who's who is a better chance of getting traded? ISO or Ellington right now? Um... I hope Ellington. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> I want. I want. I low key wanted to trash him today, but he started hitting his shots. He started corner, hitting his shots. So I was like, I'm like, I'm like, okay. That's, either way is good because he'll get traded. So yeah, I think Alex is more traded likely just because uh, Trey is young. We have him for another year on the contract. I don't think there's a reason why to uh, let go of Trey so early. Especially, yeah, I haven't seen him play it all this year. Yeah, there's no point in trading him. I, I, Ari likes him, but wants to trade him. Why do why you want to trade the kid? I don't want to trade him. Uh, I guess. I don't know. Um, maybe Ari is Trey's uncle. That makes sense, man. You might be right. What's going on, though? Yeah, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Kevin Knox, just because uh, he seems to be like, a topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing a lot of G League talk for him, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of confused about because when you, when you bring up uh, organizations like Toronto and like um, the other one, they mm-hmm. don't usually have lottery talent first round picks. So like their teams are usually like their rosters are good. So when they get first round picks, there's not really time in the rotation for them. So they put them yeah. in the G League to get like playing time. That's true. and uh, playing time is kind of an issue for Knox right now, but it certainly wasn't last year. And he's still getting, like, a solid 15 to 20 minutes. So, I, I really think it's just that he's in a slump. And, like, this is kind of, like, what you go through. You know what I mean? Like, even Frank had his slump last year. And yeah. he, he's starting to look better this year. He just kind of had to, like, ride it out. So he's I saying guess, ride but. it through. Okay. Okay. I can't tell you what the That's right answer really is, man. That. I'm just trying to figure out how we get this kid on track. Because right now he looks off the rails. But he, he just looks very... Uh, what behind the ears? Very, very young. You know what I mean? Which he is. He's only. I mean, at some point, old. you gotta. It's just. It's a make or miss league. Like, I don't get why people get surprised when people go through cold storms. Like, I've seen like every player on our team yeah. go through a cold storm. I, I think it's. I think it's more than a shoot. Uh, Frank I mean, has like, cold. Uh, I mean, even he, sometimes it just looks like he's not even trying though. That's the problem. But that's always been the book on him. So it's like, wait, why are we mad now? I guess. No, I don't like, think I don't think people. I, I would be I mad people, because he's missing his shots. I think people been mad since yesterday. Since yeah. Yesterday, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sorry, really last not. year, last year, last year. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. I, I, hear you. I, I, I don't know if Kevin. Go ahead. I, I I cut you off. What were you in the middle of saying? Someone? Oh, say? oh no, nah. I was gonna say I, I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna say he's gonna be fine or not, but just like. Just like let's see what happens, I guess. Okay. Because for me, his motor right now it is what it is. 
Yeah. I don't know if we can change that. Well, then <laughs> you're not going to have a very good play. That's, that's the problem. He's got to improve on that. Got to send him to Kobe's camp. JB in the chat on the ISO topic. He thinks the ISO thing is political. But why would it be political? I, I don't understand. Why Why would the ISO situation be po- be political? What do you think? They're trying to hide their best player because they have RJ? I don't believe that. That I definitely, if that's what you're saying, JB, I don't, I don't believe that. Or Ari saying that. I, I saw somebody else saying that on Twitter. That is political. I, I can't see it. Why this team is trying to win? You think this team is trying to lose and, and be ten and twenty eight? You think they're trying to keep one of their uh, uh, best offensive players on the bench because of politics? He's got to play well. He's got to find his role. He's got to find his role, man. And I know we we like to question coaching and stuff, but I, I sometimes I, I I think you just gotta trust what you're seeing out there. He didn't do anything in the Laker game. Let's be real. What did he do last night in 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 garbage time? Nothing. So let's just let's just be honest with ourselves. You guys acting like he just comes in, he's just instant offense every game he gets in. I know the minutes aren't aren't uh, consistent. And yeah, there's there's nights you 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 figure you could use him when when the offense needs a lift. But at the same time, he's got to produce with his minutes, man. At the same time, he's got he's got to produce with his minutes, man. That that's all I'm saying. So, Val from Jersey's up next. Val, talk to me, man. What do what do you think about this whole thing? Uh, I think I I think I know it's the problem with Kevin Knox and a lot of young young players have this issue. I figured it out. Mm-hmm. Kevin Knox is a victim of the AAU brat system. The AAU brat system is where they teach kids to only focus on their strengths and never address their weaknesses. And then the one time they get to the NBA and their weaknesses get exploited, they break down and they melt down. Kevin Knox is an AAU brat, and what he has to do is relearn the fundamentals. I mean, that's fair. Uh, you know, th- that could be true. I, I can't, I can't Look say at Zion. It's, it's the They could have easily addressed his weight issue in AAU, and they never did. Look at Dennis Smith. They could have easily taught him the fundamentals in AAU. AAU is a curse for a lot of these kids. And I think Nick, as New York Knicks, we've got to stay away from drafting these AAU brats. But I love Kevin Knox. Okay. I uh, listen. That's if I can't. I can't tell you you're wrong on that, Val. I appreciate the call, man. I, you know, that's a fair point. I, I can't tell you if you're wrong on that. Um, certainly, like I said, I, I think he needs a lot of coaching. I think he, he could have uh, benefited from from an extra year in college um, just to develop, like you said, those fundamentals that he need. So. Well, let's see what happens. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. I see the ISO. The ISO topic is is definitely hot on the minds of the fans. Listen, I'm I'm just being real with you, man. I, I I think I don't see it being a political thing. I just don't see them really valuing his contributions right now. Like, why wouldn't this coach want to see ISO come in the game? Dotson plays all the all the two guards play except for ISO. So what is it? Political? Why would it be political? Because everybody has is finding their role. Everybody's finding their role. That's what I'm saying. Dotson is finding his role. He's trying to trade Ellington. This is why these guys are getting burned. Bullock has a role. 
And that's all I'm trying to tell you. Kev from North Carolina is up next. Kev, what do you what do you think about that, man? Um, I mean, I think everybody got a role, but if you think about it, um, the next man up. Well, I saw Zoe. He's been there for a minute. This dude, um, Bullock, had surgery, and then he got right back in the lineup. So you're going to play if you're going to play. That's how I feel about it. But um, my point, my um, my topic I wanted to talk about with the, um, the trade deadline coming up in a couple weeks, well, a month. I wanted to um, see what you in the chat thought about. Um, I feel like we should be in player acquisition mode. So what do you think some some type of way to get uh, Kuzma from the Lakers? What do you think about that? I would take I know Kuzma you're on. more on the side of Morris trade. I, I would take Kuzma on. I know, I know a lot of people are down on him. Well, number one, I don't think you're going to be able to get a package. I would too. Uh, uh, to 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 be able to match the salaries enough to to land them straight up, you're probably gonna have to try to get a third team involved. I would I would I would right, make the, right. the Kuzma deal. He had a good year last year. He's not having a good year this year. He's coming off a um uh injury, and his his I know he doesn't play good defense. His shot selection can be questionable, but he's, yeah, yeah. Yo, he's a young player. He's he's a young player, man. We I'm need, big, we I'm need big, more I'm big on Kuzma. I know the chat's not big on him, but I like Kuzma. Yeah, I know. I just want to get in second. I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I mean, listen, with Kuzma right now, you're buying low. His stock is definitely dropping, but I, I don't think he he's not ready to compete with LeBron and those guys, man. He's not ready for that type of spotlight. Kuzma Kuzma's another guy who, who uh, he, he's a little too Hollywood, man. They, they said he was looking like my guy, the the, the bad guy from Rush Hour Two, Jun Tao. He's got the blonde hair going, and like a little Cisco from Drew Hill action. I take Kuzma though. If you're gonna trade Morris, you, you're trying to get at you're trying to get an asset as best as you can. As, as a for for a player, listen, it, it might be something to to look at. I don't see why not. What do we have to lose? You know, you guys tied to Knox. You don't you don't want Kuzma. Kuzma ten times better than Knox right now. I'll tell you that. Wayne from Tennessee, what's going on, man? CP, what's going on, man? Doing all right? Yeah, man. How you feeling, bro? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good, man. Hey, man, listen. I'm not calling to start any type of riot or raising no type of hiatus or anything like that. But listen, man, Frank is trash, man. You got to get rid of him, man. Why is Frank I mean, trash? He had the best dude. game of the night. What, what are we talking about here, man? Man, listen, man. Listen, man. You, you just said Trier is not having a good sophomore campaign. Well, okay, yeah. Frank ain't had a good freshman. Sophomore <laughs> or dream campaign. The guy's not neutralizing anybody. He's not neutralizing anybody, man. He's out there and he got a good motor to him. That's it. He's going up a little bit, a little more in his free throw percentage. Maybe he's taking less free throw. I don't know, man. But uh, he's just out there running around, man, like a deer in, in stadium lights. That's not impressive, man. That's not impressive. If anybody got a high, uh, I don't know, a high interest on Frank in the league, anything like that, before they realize. He's a bust, man. We gotta get rid of him. Turn him into an asset, man. We need to acquire as many assets what, as we can. What do you think? You get, like what do you think you're getting this? from Frank right now, man? What do you think you're getting from Frank right now? I don't know. Maybe a second round draft pick, something like that. I'm sure. I'm sure there's teams out there. Like what, what would a second round draft pick, an unknown second round draft pick, be worth to us right now? Nothing. Well, you might can package up that second round draft pick with uh, something else down the line and move up in the upcoming draft or something, man. I mean. That, I'm I'm not a GM. That's neither here nor there. But I'm just saying, if you got assets, some to um, at least make yourself have some. Um, I, I don't know what do you call it. Um, mobility in the draft, be able to make some things happen, man. Put yourself in better position. I mean, but uh, second round picks. What I'm saying, man, is, uh, we, 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 don't, we, we don't have no developer in New York, man. 
Frank probably can go somewhere else and turn out to be decent. But it's not going to happen in New York. We need to draft, get surefire players here, guys that's ready to go. Let Mike Miller stay the coach. Okay, don't worry about no coach right now. Why you worry about a, a big name coach and you got scrubs? You know what I mean? Yeah, man, we got we got to start hitting on talent, man. We need a talent evaluator. We need to be able to recognize it when we see it, get it in the building. Once we get a couple of core guys in that we can work with, okay, then worry about a coach. Okay, then worry about putting vets in. But as of right now, man, Morris, Randall, uh, Frank, anybody other than the only only core guys I would keep would be Barrett, Dot, Mitch. Knox and Trier. Anybody else, you can go because okay. you don't fit like the molecular fortitude as far as career wise. Like, but <laughs> some guys better let you bring in right. somebody better to replace Appreciate one of them. Easy to call, way man. This is this is a thing I don't get. I don't get what I don't get is you guys, you guys, uh, want to you guys want to keep Kev and trade Frank. Listen, here's the thing with Frank and West called. Last night, my guy Worldwide West called last night as I, as I fix my chat here. West called last night and hit it on the head. Frank is not is probably not going to be a star. Okay, get over the fact that he was a lottery pick. He's not going to be the spider, man. He's, he's done. That, that ship has sailed. Right now, Frank is... A piece that you're trying to build with on your rotation. He's a smart player. He plays hard. He's working on his game. He plays defense. Is he a stopper? How many guys is a bona fide stopper in this league? Right? Does he play smart? Yes. Alright? Some you you need those glue guys. Everybody can't be, everybody can't be the star, like Wes said last night. Some dudes have to know their role. That's it. JB says Frank is scared. Does he play scared? Absolutely. 100% he does. But he's only 21 years old. And so I'm here to see him continue to play and mature. Everybody's not going to be a dog out the gate like Spider was. Leading his team to the playoffs and being a sensation. Look at RJ. He, you know, RJ, yeah, he's had his slumps. But RJ, he was ready to go out the gate. Everybody's not going to come with that type of pedigree, man. You guys have to understand that. But from a guy who, to me, has the tools that can do a little bit of everything, he's not going to be great. Is he a starter? I don't think so, but maybe he will be down the road. I don't know. But what I'm saying is he can do give you a little bit of everything. That's what you're looking for. <clears throat> That's what you're looking for. This is why he gets burned and ISO doesn't. I'm trying to tell you ISO people this. This is why he gets burned and ISO does not. Even though we can use ISO's offense, I get it. But this is why a guy like Frank gets more burn. I'm, this, is, this is what I'm just trying to tell you. This is why Dotson gets more burn. This is why Bullock gets more burn. Guys know their role, man. That's all I'm saying. That was just interesting. You know, Wayne, Wayne would rather get rid of... Uh, he, he'd rather get rid of... Um, uh, Frank and keep Knox. I don't. I don't know, man. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't necessarily agree with that. Dan from Long Island, what's going on, man? You want to weigh in on this Knox debate? What, what are you thinking right now, man? Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? How's everything? Good, man. How you, you feeling? You know, listen. Good. Good. 
here's my thing, and I understand the fans are saying, and you know why, CT? Because you just hit on the head with Frank. You know, Frank's a, a lottery pick. He's going to, you know, probably be a nice backup, right? Knox, you know, he's getting paid a lot of money. And this is the thing, like, these are resources. I know we have to spend as much as we have to spend under the cab under the CPA, whatever, but you're paying this guy big time money. You cannot draft a player. I know that in the league, these guys are coming in younger and younger, but you can't draft a player who's not NBA ready. It doesn't mean he's going to be peaking already, but the kid's not NBA ready. And we can't afford to have a kid like that play the way he's playing, paying that type of money, and him being a 15 to 14 minute player game in his second year. And I think the kid, you know, he says all the right things, you know, I'm working in the gym on New Year's Eve, yeah. 500 shots that the, the, the trainer's talking about, but I'm not seeing it. And then, and there's something else I wanted to just talk about real quick. You know, you had, I saw on your Twitter today, you talk about worldwide and his comments about how the offense starts. You shouldn't start through Mars. They should switch positions with, with, um, with RJ. And I thought he made some good points. The only point I disagree with him on, though, look, does it really matter if you're playing the two or the three in the new NBA? Is there really yeah, a difference between fact. the two positions? I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's. A, you can call it which way to call the two and the three. It's all the same thing. There's only one guy getting to the further rim typically, and that's a center. You, you don't even have power forwards who rebound or who play in the paint. So I understand the argument intellectually, but in reality. If you want the offense to start with RJ, then you start the offense with RJ. I don't, but I don't think you need to quote unquote change that position mm. because in this NBA, those two positions are the same position, in my opinion. So I understand what he was saying, but you know, and as far as RJ getting burned over Tria, I hear people talking about Tria or political, or whatever. Listen, we don't know the whole story on Tria. Something's going on because I'll mm. tell you one thing: the only thing Fisdale and Mike Miller agree with is that is that Tria don't get should not be getting any burn because neither one of them played him. Hey, and, that's, that, that's you know, fair. when two different know, coaches it, are saying the same thing, you yeah. got to ask yourself, you know, what's going on. So anyway, that's my opinion, man. And, uh, and, and to all the Knicks fans, to everybody who stood up late back to back, and then you're down, you're still sitting here with CP at this hour. Hey, man. God bless Sal- you. Salute to everybody. Man. With you guys, but, yeah, yeah, man. You know, Appreciate that. Hey, man, I'll talk to you, right? Yeah, yeah. man. Take have a have a good evening, bro. Um, so yeah, Dan Dan thinks there's something something there. You guys think there's something there? I just think it's I this I just think it's role to be quite honest with you guys. I just think it's role. And you heard when when Fizz came on earlier this off this off season when the season was about to start, he intentionally made uh, made it clear that ISO is no longer. The guy that holds the ball, you know, he's trying to get rid of the ISO name. He was trying to coach him up to do that. I don't think he was all the way there yet. He was trying to coach him up to do that. And I think that's just what it is, man. I think ISO has just not um, shown them that in practice. Like, I just can't see them holding this dude back just because of politics. Maybe I'm wrong. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I think, again, these other guys, your free agents are going to be ahead of them in terms of the playing time, whether they're guys that they consider moving forward with or guys they want to trade. So it's just a matter of having depth, man. It's just a matter of having that depth. I, you know, that that's just my opinion on, on, on the matter. I like ISO, though, man. 
I, I like ISO. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying he he uh, he can't be a good player later on. We we know what he can bring as a scorer. You know what I mean? We know what he can bring as a scorer. He's just got to he's got to find his role. Adrian's up next. How you feeling, man? Hey, what's up, CP? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, doing all right, man. Doing all right. So, I'm I'm looking at the box score, and I see that Wayne Ellington and Frank Milikino are the only positives, and that's that's telling to me, because I feel like this is a symptom of Morris, and it's kind of why we have to trade him, even though I don't want to. I think that the team they need a chance. To, to play through their struggles and figure out their roles. As you were saying with Trier with the role, I think Trier could, he could help the team. But when you have a guy like Morris, you don't need a guy like Trier. But if you don't have a guy like Morris, maybe Trier can do something. What do you think about that? I mean, if, if, if ISO can just... Number one is his defense, and number two is his passing. I don't see how you can how you can have him out. You can't have right. him out there with Morris and Randall. There's just not enough basketball to go around. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, his assist numbers weren't terrible last year, but but you want to see him. Number one, you want to see him get his points more efficiently, and, and right. not hold the ball, be dribbling the ball a hundred times. And, and number two, his defensive awareness is lacking. And so I think with all that, I think the thinking is that you can get your threes somewhere else. You can get your threes from Dotson, from Bullock, from El- from Ellington, who's right. what you were hoping to get. He's not giving you anything, but you you know you can get your threes right. from there. You know what I'm saying? And then you still have your ball dominant guys. You still have RJ out there, Morris. You still have Randall. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying what what I think the the thought process is with these guys. And, and so I think right. we look at right. him as a redundant sense. piece. Right, I see that. Um, also, just want to thank you for the platform, man. This the show is amazing, dude. Salute to the chat. You guys are dope. Um, well, I think we should keep Mike Miller. I don't really see a reason to get another coach. Um, I think a thing we're lacking generally is consistency. Yeah. We just haven't had any consistency in the organization. We need to just stick with the plan, stick with the guy. Mike Miller's a good coach. Give him time to figure it out with the guys. I think he's gonna be great. And we need to bring up Wooten. Like we need to bring up Kenny, man. We need to give up Kenny one hundred percent, man. Get that Kenny up here heart, fast. Fast. I want to see him. I want to see more Kadeem. Yeah. I want to see more guys up here, bro. I think they can uh, Kadeem, I'm all right on Kadeem Allen. I want to see Lamar Peters. Like, give me Lamar Peters yeah. and Kenny Wooten up here. Oh, actually, yeah. Get Porter's gone. Peters, get right. Ellington right. gone on the first thing smoking that you can. That's yeah. my priorities right now. Definitely. And and see if you can get a, a, a nice for return from, from Morris. Yeah. For sure. One last thing. Um, so I was thinking about a lineup. Now it's gonna sound crazy, but I was like, I wanna see I wanna see it. Mm-hmm. With Frank. Trier, RJ, Randall, and Mitch. I'm curious to see how they would play together. Yeah. I know a couple of them are ball stoppers, but I'm wondering if they can work the offense together, if they have a plan. I'm wondering how they'll react to that. Especially yeah, with Frank, I, who, I would like to see more. I would like to see Iso and Frank together, see how that looks. Um, even a little bit, uh, uh, some more um, Iso and, and RJ. I know that didn't work out in the first game. 
and, and you did see uh, right. I forgot which one of the games uh, they they came in together in scrub time. Maybe a little last night. I think last night in the Laker game you saw that a little bit. But I like to see how that how that worked out. Um, you know, to see how that for works sure, out man. for him. But as you said on the patience front, man, you're absolutely right. We just gotta be patient, man. You're gonna have to just rock with some of these kids for a little while and see what happens. You 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 can't say that on one end we're, we're not patient, and then on the other end uh, we're not developing our kids. Or or you you can't say that you want to get rid of these kids and then have a problem that we're not developing these kids. So, and Macho Man Lodge said it's a rebuilding year, man. It is a rebuilding year. But we need Kenny up here. First and foremost, get Kenny in the building because we need uh, uh, some, some, more, some more defense, uh, some more rim protection off the bench, 100%. Andrew H. thinks ISO's in the doghouse the rest of the year. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't think so. Karen Howard does not want to trade Morris. He says, stop talking about that. Uh, I say get rid of him. It's all good. He's brought a lot to the team. Not get rid of him. Not for nothing. But, yeah, try to get something for him. See, the Lakers now now no AD for a couple games probably. Lakers still looking for for, uh, some talent. I don't know how they're going to get it just in in terms of matching up salaries. I'm not sure how they get there. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boy. I want to shout out um, Eric L. Eric Booker. Thanks for the super chat. My guy, Michael Parker, sends a super chat. Number one fan of the show. He wants he wants Knox gone. Uh, Ivory 10. Salute to Ivory 10. And salute to Ari for the super chat. Ivory 10 sends a send out super chat. Ari, fight out super chat. He said, Frank sucks for three years. Get starters minutes. Oh, man. Hang in there, Ari, man. I, ISO's going to be all right, man. ISO's going gonna, ISO's gonna to be all right. All right, a couple more, and then uh, and then I'm going to roll. Let's go to um, Kevin from Brooklyn. What's going on, Kevin? How you feeling? Hey, how you doing, man? This is me from last night. Yeah, man. So, um, yes, yeah, me is when I say um, Frank need to go. When I say Frank need to go and not need to um, – not to step his game up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was yeah, you. Oh, matter of fact, saying, matter of fact, we we need to kick off a battle <laughs> of the fans, man, because Wes is on the line right now, man. <laughs> let, let me let me patch in Wes, man. Don't talk to me. Talk to Wes about it, man. Let's Wes, Wes, you you should be uh patched well, let, in right let, now. Let 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 Wes know, man. Frank, he had a good game today. You know what I mean tonight. Yeah, but he's not consistent. You know what I mean to me. He's not consistent. And everybody bashing Knox. Man, he's only 20. Give him a chance. Let him do. He he could play. I bet you if he get more minutes, he'll drop more points. But Knox ain't consistent either, I, man. I, that's my Wes, Wes, you on the line? I'm on the line, dog. I'm on the line. All right, Wes, man. Go ahead. We got an impromptu yeah, so battle of the fans at midnight. Touch gloves. It, 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 keep it clean. No cursing. It, All right, let's go. Of course. Of course, yeah. Basically, what I'm saying is that um, if you're going to tell me that Frank is trash in this back and third, just tell me what point guard on our roster, not on another roster, on our roster, is more suitable to play than Frank and has performed overall better than Frank has. Just take tonight. Right right now. Now. That, that's, I, I, that's in our roster right hold now. Hold on, 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 real quick. Let me, let me finish my point. Uh, Alfred Payton, in my opinion, hasn't done anything to 
guarantee the, the starting position. He keeps getting cooked on defense, right? He got cooked by Devin Booker. He got cooked tonight by Modier. He gets cooked on a nightly basis. He doesn't. He, he doesn't do anything particularly well. Frank came on the court today, and you, if you know basketball, you saw the difference between how he was playing and how and how and um, Peyton was playing. Uh, he was putting pressure on on um, what's his name? Uh, that their point guard, the dude who's nice from Louisville. Got Mitchell, his name Mitchell, for a Mitchell. second, but uh, he's putting pressure on him. Yeah, he's he's knocking the ball away, getting loose balls. He's hitting his shots. You know, Frank's problem is that he shook. So he doesn't play consistently, which is a which is a, a true argument. But he's a better talent than um, Peyton is at this point. And our team, he should be starting. It's not All right, let me, let me hear what you have to say. He's not going to be a superstar. Kev, come with your rebuttal, man. What, what's going uh, on? I mean, I can say one person. That's Lonzo. Lonzo got more. He, he got he got defense on defense. His arm ain't long like Frank. Frank got the long arms. So I'm saying, but Frank's scared to shoot. They had to pressure him to shoot early in the season. He's scared to shoot. Scared to shoot. He get one good night. You said Lonzo got defense. Yeah, to me, he got a little defense. And he to could you, score. yeah, and he could score. Lonzo's could score. They, they, he don't get that. Like everybody say, he don't get that minutes. Lonzo, I, out of the whole roster, Lonzo, I would say Dennis Smith, but he, I don't know, he going through something. They might have to trade him. You know what I'm saying? Dennis Smith. The, 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 all right, so um, Alonzo Trier, in the minutes yeah. he's gotten this season, he hasn't performed. He played. He probably had yeah. one or two decent games early on in the season, but his minutes are inconsistent. He plays terrible defense. He's getting cooked by Dejounte Murray. He's getting cooked by every single point guard that he guards. He has poor IQ. Wait, wait, and wait! Is Kev talking about Alonzo Trier, Alonzo Ball? No, Alonzo Trier. Okay, all right. Just making sure. He said Alonzo Trier has good just defense. Make it, nah, like, nah, that's yeah, why it blew my mind. That's why I thought he I've meant Alonzo Ball. I was like, Alonzo Ball could could play defense, but Alonzo Trier, nah, he can't. Play. Yeah, yeah, but no. Absolutely not. Man, I mean, I mean, yeah, Alonzo Trier. He, to me, he good. He could play, he, and he's he's more. Well, he, he, he's more. He's faster too. He's more faster than Frank. Frank got a like he he runs stiff. If you ever seen him, he runs stiff. Lonzo Trier, he 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 gets in the hole a lot. He's not scared. Yeah, of but first of all, they they play all. two different positions. So what like, you need, what Frank like, is going to provide, Alonzo Trier cannot provide. What the team needs at at the, from the one position, Alonzo Trier can't provide. So then you got to compare Trey to the, who, who we have a shooting guard, right? And and the Knicks is looking to play system players, guys who come off picks, and you don't have to like the problem with Trey is that you got to give him superstar like treatment on a team and he's not a superstar because you got to allow him to dribble the ball a million times to, to to score and and right now at this stage of his career he doesn't warrant that you can't stop the offense and let him you know what I mean have to catch his rhythm to get his buckets. They they want guys who will come off picks and make decisions quick, and Trey doesn't fit that. And the minutes that he plays, he's not being efficient and, and effective as a scorer, and he's a liability on defense. So he's not even an argument. You got to find me who you want. Since Frank is so trash, who you want to play over him? Who's you know legitimately wants I mean, minutes I mean, to play over him? Elsa Payne is not is not it. Dennis Smith Jr. You think Frank should be a starter? You think he should be a starter, Frank? On this team, in this current roster, yes. Moving forward in the future, 
No, absolutely not. I would like a, a starting point guard, but I think that as a backup point guard on any championship team, if you put him on right now in the Lakers, he's getting minutes and he's going to have an impact. You put him on the Clippers, Frank's getting minutes, he's going to have an impact. You put him on the Bucks, you know what I mean? As a, as a backup point guard in the playoffs, you know Frank is going to do what he does. He's going to play good defense, solid defense. He's going to, you know, have an impact on the game and not screw up. You know, and, and a lot of these other dudes, they don't have a definitive role. They don't have a definitive thing that they do. Frank has a role. Frank has a purpose. You got to put right. other players around him. You know what all I mean? All right, good, and, good and you got to have points. him play and the I'm role that he fighters. should play. I'm going to meet Bill Fighters. Give me your winners in the chat right now. What do you think won the Battle of the Fans, impromptu Battle of the Fans? I, listen, I, I got to go with Wes, man. I got to go with Wes. I think Wes um, had the better points regarding Frank. Um, Kev, you, listen, you, you're not wrong. I think Kevin from Brooklyn just wants Knox because his name is, is also Kevin. But I can't see you want to get rid of Kev, get rid of Frank, and keep Kev when Kev, Kev is, is uh, just lost right now. So to me, I I agree with that. Wes, I think Frank is filling a role, and I think he can fill a role um, uh, down the road for this team. I think Frank is just a way smarter. Frank is one of the smartest players on this team. He has the highest IQ on this team. One of Maybe that's not saying much considering the talent that we have on the team. But Frank Frank is a guy I want to keep. And it's not about him being the star. It's not about him being the starter. But these are the type of guys that win you games when your team gets better. Right now, he's just growing with these guys. You know what I mean? He's trying to get his confidence up. And Kevin's right. Frank has to get his confidence up. Get his jumper, get his jumper going. Of course, I, I agree with that hundred percent. But I still think he he has intangibles that uh, that you want to see as a rotation player. That's all I'll say. Ramon from Long Island, what's going on, man? What's going on? How are you? Good, man. How you feeling? Pretty good. Pretty good. Listen, hats off to you, man. I mean, you gotta you gotta have some real sheer will to deal with these games on a nightly basis. Yeah, it's rough. You know what I'm saying? It's rough. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, you know, I, I got to give it to you. Uh, but um, listen, two things. First, um, I know that the narrative on DSJ is that he's trash, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, let's be real here, okay? This whole entire team is filled with developing players, right? They, they don't know who to put time into and who to focus on, and that's really the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. That there's so many players that need development. And there's no, there's not enough minutes for the whole team. That's really just what it is. But I have to say, I mean, and I, I played ball for a long time, so mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have some experience with this. But I'm saying, you know, just from the eye test, seeing DSJ when he's out there, I know he makes a lot of mistakes, okay. But I can see the talent, right? I see the ability, and I feel like he's got a much higher ceiling than any of the other players that are playing that position right now. So I think that I, I just don't understand what's going on. I don't know why. I mean, is he hurt right now? Or is he, yeah, I mean, that's that's the, that's like, one of the going? problems. That's what's going on. He can't stay healthy. My man, to, uh, strangest obliques sitting on the bench. You know, and maybe now, maybe he's in practice. But I'm just saying, man. He, you know, he barely plays because of injury. I hear what you say, man. I, if you were listening to this show over the off season, I had as high as hopes of DSJ as anybody. But it's just he's looking. He's looking lost. And as you said, it's just so many guys that need a look. So many guys you're trying to figure out development-wise. 
it's it's impossible. Some of these, one of these guys are going to shake loose and maybe we regret it. Maybe we don't, but everybody's not going to get a chance to showcase themselves on this team. That's just, just not going to work. And now you're going into the draft again, likely to get another guard. So <laughs> he's one of these guys is gone. Two of these guys are gone, you know? You know, you know, you know, Moutier was taking out some revenge tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Team. Yeah, 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 yeah. hundred percent. This was the Emmanuel Moutier Memorial Revenge Tank Commander. I'll show you game. I'll get you right, kid. You know what I mean? That David Fizzle said. <laughs> and, and appreciate the call, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? This this is the Moutier game, man. Well, good for him. You know, I never really had nothing against Moutier. Um, a, a, except for his fourth quarter turnovers, you know, stumbling and bumbling. That was, that was Moutier's problem. He could never finish anything. But like I said, when, when you're on a better team, you, 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 your flaws aren't as, as exposed, but he's playing much better. Give credit, man. He's playing much better. You know, he's well coached. He's having fun out there, but again, he, he can fill his role and that's what he's doing, man. So, once again, salute to everybody in the chat. I am going to roll. It's been a long night, man. You guys saw the uh, the interview with Corey Homicide Williams. We talked Lamelo. We talked RJ Hampton. That should be in the link in the description. Um, let me see if I can update the cards right now and throw that in there real quick just in case you missed it. Salute to Homicide for coming on the show. A couple of announcements before I get out of here. Um, share these videos. Very important. If you know a Knicks fan, you're a basketball fan and wants to talk basketball, Knicks, draft, whatever the case may be, text them right now. Text them a link to this show. Let them know this is the hottest thing smoking on YouTube. Number one show for the fans by the fans. We get great chats. We get battle of the fans. We get analysis. We get highlights. We get interviews. I got a, a, a dope uh, a man cave that I got to show you guys. My guy, Chris James. It's a whole bunch of content coming for Knicks Fan TV, so just stay tuned with it. Um, Knicks versus Nets game. Very important announcement. I think we're only down to one ticket left. January 26th at uh, Madison Square Garden, and that ticket comes with access to the pregame shoot-around courtside, and then on the court, free throw contest. Yours truly, a gang of Knicks fans. It's going to be about 50 of us total. Get to experience that, and uh, you also get to be featured on the show pregame, halftime, postgame. So it's a great package. You're not going to get that anywhere else. And I think we're only down to one ticket left. We had uh, we had 15 just last week, and now we're down to one. So it's flying off the shelf. So definitely make sure you get yours. And uh, yeah, man, once again, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Remember, this is available in audio podcast format. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, and Stitcher. All on the Knicks Fan TV. The links will be in the bio. If you missed the Homicide interview, that'll be in podcast format. Catch that on the way to work. If you missed tonight's post-game show, Battle of the Fans, catch that in audio podcast format on the way to work. And that's what we're doing here, man. We're working. We're working. Salute to everybody that called in. Salute to everybody that tuned in. Over 400 people on uh, YouTube alone. So... Uh, we, we definitely appreciate you guys for supporting us. And uh, yeah, man, AO Pal, MIG, JB, good debates, good debates, man. Uh, TM, all the mods, AO Emma, uh, Tuan Don, everybody that sent a super chat, thank you very much. Appreciate it. If you weren't able to send a super chat, you can always do so in PayPal, Cash App. The links are also below. Murdoch, you got to get your ticket, Murdoch. The link is in the description. Omar Ali, appreciate it. 
Uh, Macho Man Lives, appreciate it. Alexander, appreciate it. Eric L. Booker, Michael Parker. See you guys Friday. Knicks versus Pelicans. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.